0: And welcome back to the 52nd episode of Extreme Evo Cast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast, where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. You're probably wondering why I mixed it up uh in the beginning of this episode and said hello instead of greetings. Well, I am doing my best impression of the Pokemon Company because wow, did they sure mix things up this time? <laughs> uh If you are not living under a rock, you should probably know that they released, or they, yeah, they revealed, sorry, uh, two new games for us, for us, you know, starving famined Pokemon fans, um, Diamond and Pearl Remakes, finally, and a Diamond and Pearl uh, prequel, (laughs) sort of new game, new mechanics, new everything, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, we will talk about that in the future. Uh, I just want to say, what a great Pokemon Week, Pokemon Day. Uh, Of course, this episode is coming out after the fact, and boy howdy have I been uh, very anxiously awaiting the opportunity to talk about uh, the Pokemon Day festivities and everything that we saw. Uh, So, before we get into that, I hope you're excited uh, to hear my opinions, hear me talk about, sort of round out everything that we heard. I know it was a lot of information. See, it was a lot of information, but at the same time, it didn't feel like a lot of information <laughs> because it was only two two things, like or like three things. I'm pretty sure they did like new Pokemon Snap and then the two games, but, you know, compared to like Nintendo Directs, that's nothing. I think people people would be super upset if they revealed like two games and, like, information on a game that's coming out soon in a Nintendo Direct, but, of course, it is just Pokemon, and honestly, way more than I think anybody was expecting. Um, but, of course, like I said, before we get into that, uh, let's do a little bit of news. Uh, actually, there's no news about the uh, the trilogy, the, the, the most common three games that we talk about, Pokemon Go, Cafe Mix, and uh, Masters EX. In fact, it's uh, only news that isn't that, so some exciting things. Um, First of all, the Post Malone concert (laughs) Uh, was a thing. Not necessarily news in itself, because we knew that was coming, Uh, but I will maybe be talking about that in the future. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm definitely not gonna talk about it today, uh, but I'm not even one hundred percent set on whether or not I wanna talk about it <laughs> in like a full episode because I mean you know, it was fine. Uh it was good. That's all I'll say. You know, it was the like the the sort of effects and the um the actual concert itself, the Pokemon in the background are really cool. I'm not really one to enjoy Postmone's music, but it was very well put together and just looked really good. Um, but maybe in the future I can go into the specific details about the concert. Not that I'm going to do like an entire frame by frame discussion. Like I did the, um, you know, the 25 years of Pokemon video, uh, but maybe in the future, uh, if I'm feeling it, um, but we got way more than enough things to talk about today. Um, and with that moving on, uh, there is a new, um, Japanese trading trading card game set Matchless Fighter, which is the sort of continued series of the um the battle styles, you know sort of um thing the the battle styles trading card set where it's like you know Urshifu and or the different styles of Urshifu sort of every card has their own double set to it. Um, and this one is the, uh, Isle of Armor, sort of, you know, releasing things for the Isle of Armor. No information yet if we're going to be getting it in the Americas or not, uh, but it is sort of announced for Japan. Um, so we're getting more of the battle styles trading card game with the uh, Isle of Armor Pokemon, so pretty cool. And lastly, I know, lastly, there's like I said, there's really not that much to say today, uh, other than the two main things, um, jumping, jumping right into it today. Um, the, the, the new Pokemon Snap trailer, uh, not really anything I would say is super worth talking about. Uh, it's just sort of more gameplay, you know, uh, some, some, uh, introductions to how certain things work. I might, uh, go over it another time, but we don't really have the time today. Uh, if you haven't seen that, go give it a watch. That was in the, in the Pokemon presents. So if you're, uh, if you're aware of the two new games, uh, I don't know how you missed that, but you know, maybe you skipped over it. Maybe you, maybe you caught it later and didn't, v- v- your hype for the Diamond of Pearl remakes was too good and you decided to skip over it. Whatever it may be, uh, go give it a watch. We got some new sort of gameplay trailers, new sort of mechanics, uh, in the game, uh, and uh, some new exciting things for new Pokemon Snap coming out soon, way sooner than I expected, or than I sort of thought. Um, very excited for it. So I, I assume that that game is going to sort of hold us off um, until the um, until the release of uh, the new Diamond of Bro games. And with that, I mean, that's it. That's, like, Yes, there's some updates on Pokemon Go and some some of the other games, you know, sort of coming out uh, with some new things, you know, updates, events in Pokemon Go, things like that, but they're not really worth talking about when we have such exciting things to say today. Um, before we do move on, though, I do want to say, sort of like rounding up the Pokemon Presents, um, no... Quest? No, Pokemon Quest action, which is something I was personally a little disappointed in. You know that those games are my favorite, um, and, you know, uh, if you listened to last episode, you know that we sort of had some news, some, some new things, uh, coming to, uh, Pokemon Quest with the Chinese release, um, so I was hoping maybe there would be, you know, some kind of DLC or whatever, but, uh, to no avail. Unfortunately, all we got was some stinking Diamond of Pearl remix, which, we are going to talk about uh, right after today's first segment, you know it well, the one we always talk about first, everybody's favorite segment, where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode, random Pokemon of the week, Uh, and today's Pokemon on the chopping block is, if I can get the number up, if you'd like to guess what it is, number 830, it's a very recent one, it's Eldegoss. Uh, Eldegoss is a grass-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 8. I'm pretty sure one of the first Generation 8 Pokemon that we've had uh, on Random Pokemon of the Week, just sort of, you know, uh, as luck would have it. It evolves from Gossifleur starting at level 20. Eldegoss is the Cotton Bloom Pokemon. Uh, it is a just a pure grass-type. It has Cotton Down or Regenerator and Effect Spore as its hidden ability. With a 50-50 male-female ratio, a uh, it is 1 foot 8 inches or 0.5 meters and 5.5 pounds or 2.5 kilograms. Very small, very light, as to be expected from a Pokemon that literally flies through the air with its giant cotton head. <laughs> so Eldegoss is kind of an interesting Pokemon because it's sort of just the you know, the basic grass type that we got this generation, Gossifleur, and, um, Eldegoss are, if I'm being honest with you, not really that interesting. They're kind of just grass type Pokemon. I wouldn't say they necessarily bring anything new to the table, but they are interesting. Their designs are very good. Eldegoss specifically, I actually think is a really, really solid design, like genuinely. Um, like I was, I like sort of taking a look at this thing after, you know, uh, having to talk about it on this on this episode. It's pretty cool. I, I really enjoy it. And actually, we're going to sort of skip forward here and talk about its shiny form because, wow, what a good shiny. Seriously. Like if you, like I don't even, like I'm looking at uh, Bulbapedia right now. Bulbapedia doesn't even have the, um, the Gen 8 shinies on there yet. Like all the, you know, all this sort of sprites like it does with every other Pokemon and I, I don't think they have any of the gen 8 sprites uh yet but uh looking at Serebii for its shiny form and wow it's really good <laughs> it's a really really good shiny the green it, it, it so instead of going from this like yellow green uh, yellow green and yellow and green color palette it's like a pinky salmon with like a pink and a dark purple. It's so, uh, it's so pleasing to the eye. And like with the yellow of its face, such a good shiny form. Honestly, like really, really, really good. Uh I didn't know this shiny was even that good. And also looking at Gossifler's, it's also really good. Not going to talk about though, in case we get Gossifler later. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh Eldegossus is just magnificent. If I'm, if I'm being a hundred percent honest with you. Uh And honestly, is going to be a very solid 9 out of 10 for me. So with the very little information we have about Eldegoss, because it sort of just came out, uh, we don't have any, we have no Smogon competitive viability-ness to it. Uh, it is both untiered and also no movesets or descriptions about it, uh, so that is a bust. We're not talking about it competitively. The only thing we really have to go with for is uh, the Pokedex entries. So, uh, for Sword and Shield, for Sword specifically, sorry, uh, the seeds attached to its cotton fluff are full of nutrients. It spreads them on the wind so that the plants and other Pokemon can benefit from them. And in Shield, the cotton on its head of this Pokemon can be spun into a glossy, gorgeous yarn. A gather regional specialty. It's kind of rude. I mean, like, I hope it doesn't hurt it. Like, I hope it can grow back. I mean, it is a plant, but you know, it's a cotton plant. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't hurt it too much. That would be kind of cruel. Uh, but I can imagine that it is very, uh, very good for clothes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's really it. We don't really have anything else to talk about with Gossifler. Like, like I said, there's no Smogon. There's no information, no mystery dungeon, no trivia, literally no trivia. Uh, like Eldegoss is, I'm, yeah, I mean, Eldegoss is cotton. It's based on cotton. Uh, Eldegoss is a combination of Elder and Gossipium, which is the the genus of cotton plants, or Gossamer, which is something light or delicate. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Eldegoss, ladies and gentlemen. All right. The moment you've all been waiting for, uh, and subsequently the moment nobody was waiting for, uh, we're gonna, I I think we're going to talk about, uh, the Diamond and Pearl remakes first, just because they, sort of, if I was listening to this, uh, before I even knew what Legends was, and I heard myself say that the Diamond and Pearl remakes are the least interesting, uh, parts of what we have to talk about today, I would think, I, I would think I was insane, uh, but no, I mean, Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, and Shining Pearl is a thing, Uh, and if I'm being 100% honest with you, a little bit lackluster, not okay. Hear me out (laughs) like, there's I have seen nothing but positive responses mostly, um, for the Diamond of Pearl remakes. I mean, this is what everybody has been waiting for since Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, you know, Diamond of Pearl uh, that people, Diamond and Pearl fans have been waiting for a, a remake for the longest time, and we're getting one, finally, 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 it's no longer just a meme, it's no longer just a dream, it's a reality, uh, but the caveat is that there is a lot of complaining, and rightfully so, in my opinion, of the art style. The style of the game is very, very chibi, like almost completely faithful to the original series and that is sort of a theme of these games I think is faithfulness the faithfulness of these uh of these of these games is a little bit of a a hindrance I think in its in its design um if you haven't seen the trailer for it the games are very cheapy Uh, the world is pretty much just a 3d recreation of the original games. No, you know, no liberties taken, almost none, uh, other than the battles, the battles, the Pokemon, uh, models, things like that look fine. You know, they, they look, they look good. They look like updated versions of, of, of the sword and shield models. There's, you know, there's, there's renders of, um, of like the Pokemon and the trainers who are sort of, you know, modern pokemon designed uh but you know sort of taken into the 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 sino art style which everyone loves um it's just the overworld is very 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 cheapy and i don't necessarily think that this is going to be a huge problem uh, i mean it's a remake you know it is essentially a remade version of the original games which um again they're allowed to be faithful you know faithfulness i think is important when you're doing a remake but like I said before, maybe sometimes being too faithful is can be a problem. Um I mean other than that, I am so very excited. We've seen many things. We've seen, you know, we've seen Don, we've seen Lucas, we've seen a lot of here. I'm actually gonna look at the, the, the screenshots of it, sort of go through what literally what we've seen. We've seen, you know, the the backgrounds, the um the trainers, uh the art style is very very, very, very chibi. And actually looking at it now, it does seem to be a little bit higher quality than uh, what I originally thought when I was sort of looking through it. Uh, I mean, the games look really good. Like they look beautiful when compared to the to the, to the original games. You know, it's a very obviously a, 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 a Switch remake of the game, but the chibi characters I think is the biggest problem. Other than that, it looks absolutely amazing, and I'm literally so excited. I mean, obviously, you know, there's sort of like looking at the screenshot of Dawn and uh Professor Rowan in the distance in at the lake, I forget what the lake is called in the beginning of the game. Obviously, you know, there's there's distance blur, there's like camera focus blur, there's effects, there's shadows, you know, there's lighting effects, there's um daytime and nighttime, it seems, judging by the statue of the Dialga Palkia, uh, statue in, uh, Eterna City. There are, you know, the, the backgrounds look beautiful. The Pokemon models look beautiful. The game looks really good. It's just the Chibi Trainers, I think is, is sort of the biggest problem, uh, that people are, are having with the games. And like I said, rightfully so, I'm kind of just rambling here. I don't really know what else to say you know, I wish I had more to say, trust me, um, you know, there's flaws, but other than that, the game looks beautiful, and I'm hoping and predicting that, for me at least, the art style is going to grow on people, and grow on me, uh, I'm sure it's gonna grow on me, people were skeptical of the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee art style, um, though maybe not to this extreme, and you know, I've, I've definitely seen a lot of, um, a lot of good things, a lot, you know, a lot of funny art, a lot of, a lot of people praising the art style, the cheapiness of the trainers, how they think it's cute, it reflects the original games, stuff like that. Everyone's going to have their own opinions. Um, but whether or not you think the art style is ugly or cute or a good direction, uh, the biggest takeaway that we can take from this is that Diamond and remakes are happening and they look pretty damn good. Uh, they're being made by another company which is sort of the biggest topic that I wanted to, that I wanted to talk about when talking about these games. Uh, the brilliant diamond and shining pearl, which is a name that I'm not used to quite yet. I keep having to relook at my notes to see what they're actually called because I keep forgetting what the, what the prefixes on the, on the, uh, on the, the names are. Um, but like it's made by a different company. And I think that that is a brilliant idea. Uh, when taken into account with the with the legends game legend games that are or legend game that is coming out um alongside it sort of you know in the future but sort of alongside it um because spoiler alert legends looks absolutely gorgeous and looks like an amazing game um but leaving the remakes to another company, where the company itself can try new things, uh, do their own, do their own thing, you know, sort of, um, you know, do what they do best, uh, while Game Freak itself experiments on new, new mediums, new, new games, new ideas, new mechanics, a la, uh, Pokemon Legends, I think that is a wonderful idea, a genius idea, because it allows Game Freak to expand themselves. Sword and Shield, looking back was i like listen i know what i've said about pokemon sword and shield in the past and how i was a little bit overly positive about it um i do love those games but comparing them to pokemon legends at least even just when the the little bit of gameplay trailer that we've seen so far sword and shield is a little bit lackluster and is already dated somehow despite coming out 2 years ago uh i genuinely think that that Game Freak is moving to a new in a new direction and it is a wonderful direction. I think that the, the 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 path that Game Freak is taking with Legends and leaving the remakes to another company is going to be brilliant. Not to say that we won't be getting more uh main series games and I'm hoping that the main series games is a step up from Pokemon Sword and Shield and reflects the art style choices and the beauty of Pokemon Legends and, uh, you know, just sort of expands. And a lot of people were so skeptical about the the growth of Game Freak, saying that there, and even I was, I made a whole episode about it, uh, sort of, you know, upset with Game Freak that they're unwilling to grow, unwilling to, to take risks. And I think that Pokemon Legends essentially disproves that that game freak is not willing to take risks and that game freak can and will make beautiful and new pokemon games with the with, with brilliant diamond and shining pearl out of the the topic for today we can finally go on to pokemon legends which like i just sort of talked up a lot is the new big sort of risk take that pokemon is taking uh, Game Freak is taking, excuse me. Uh, you know they are making something new. They're making something that we've never seen before in terms of Pokemon games, and I and ninety nine percent of the rest of the Pokemon community is all for it. First of all, uh, if you're not aware of these new games, they are uh, we haven't really seen that much. In fact, I think we've seen a little bit. Though I think we've seen a little bit more of, of Legends than we have uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Um, but we have seen for right now that the games are going to be a free roam open world game with, uh, you know, your, your player character walks around this beautiful world. Obviously, you know, uh, Pokemon have sort of gone past the tile based movement since, partially X and Y, you know, with the, with the roller skates and the bike and stuff, but with, with, with sun and moon, no more tile-based movement. Um, that is, that is done. Um, but this is taking it to a next level. This is open world. This is completely free rain, um, on the landscape, you know, hills, like very, very volumetric and very, very diverse terrain as far as we've seen. Um, very akin to the wild area, which is going to be a very common sort of thing that I t- say today, that I believe that the wild area and Pokemon Sword and Shield was a testing grounds for Pokemon Legends, the wild area in particular. Having Pokemon be outside of the, of the, you know, in the, in the overworld, having the wild area be just sort of a free roam area where Pokemon can can roam free, um, I think was getting them ready for Pokemon Legends, and, um, like, even then, I even think Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was a testing for Pokemon Legends, because they were experimenting with having Pokemon out in the open, uh, and, you know, uh, this, that, that's whole sort of thing, testing, getting, getting, testing the waters for Pokemon in the Switch, Sword and Shield expanded on that, and now we're getting Pokemon Legends, which is a open world, presumably, free roam, uh very very high dynamic uh pokemon game which oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> i've been sort of keeping my serious face on uh for a while but oh my god i i literally can't stop thinking about how excited i am like all of the lore things aside this new step is so important in pokemon's lifespan it's incredibly diverse it's incredibly new it's incredibly Game changing, quite literally, and I am so, so, so excited to see where this takes where this takes us. Even after the fact, I'm thinking after Pokemon Legends, where is this going to lead for the future of Pokemon? Who knows? I guess we'll have to see how Pokemon Legends pans out first. So, I'd sort of like to take a second before we really go into the meat of the game to talk about the <laughs> just the concept of an open world Pokemon game. Uh, it's something that people have been wanting for ever, ever since Pokemon came out, you know, and, and presumably maybe not to the extent that we are hoping we are finally getting a, an open world Pokemon game. Um, presumably maybe hopefully with, you know, RPG style, breath of the wild style, crafting mechanics even maybe you know movement options there's rolling like we saw in one of the trailers you can throw pokeballs at pokemon outside of the of outside of battle you sort of have this free 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 control of uh, of the Pokemon, where they are, where you are, how you're catching them. It's not just, oh, you run into them to go into a battle, you catch them outside a battle, and then you walk around and find another one. It's, no, you walk around, you follow these Pokemon around, you cat throw the ball when the time is right. It's a game changer. And, oh my god, I'm so excited. I cannot contain myself, <laughs> but I will, for, for this, for the sake of this podcast. Um, Battles, by the way, uh, speaking of battles, are now done in the overworld, presumably. Sort of a a smooth transition, seamless transition between battle and overworld, as far as I can tell. That might be wrong. It's sort of just a theory at this point, but um, judging judging by what, what we've seen so far, I think that's going to be the case, where, you know, you sort of run into a Pokemon, the scene doesn't change. You're still in the same spot as you were before. You can still move around, inside of a battle, but you're still controlling a Pokemon, and your Pokemon are battling as normal in in any other Pokemon game. Uh, we've seen that Pokemon move, you know, Pokemon battles still work the same. Moves have types, they have PP, they, you know, Pokemon still battle each other, probably in turn-based, uh, combat. Uh, though there have been a few rumors that it's going to be sort of a Final Fantasy-style ATP gauge, um, you know, where you sort of attack, um, not necessarily turn-based, but just sort of as as time goes on, um, and you know, not one after each other, you know, sort of in that in that style. If you ever if you've ever played Final Fantasy, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Sort of a pseudo turn-based where you still choose commands, uh, but the enemy can attack you whenever they want. And I think that I think I would be okay with that. I've sort of been skeptical of Pokemon changing the formula, uh, but now that it is a possibility. I'm all for it. (laughs) I think that having sort of an ATP gauge, um, situation would be wonderfully new. It would be a great take on the, uh, on the series. Um, you know, obviously these are just rumors. This isn't anything concrete right now. Um, just sort of theory crafting. Um, but this, this, this new way of playing the Pokemon, of playing Pokemon is going to be wonderful. Um, a little bit more about the lore now the the game is based on the uh the sinnoh sort of lore where it's it's sort of a proto sinnoh game where uh it's you know in, in diamond and pearl there were books there were stories of pokemon before they were domesticated you know pokemon lived alongside humans they ate dinner with them you know they free roamed before before trainers even or before trainers even existed before people uh, had the capacity to, 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 to capture them, Pokemon and humans lived alongside each other. Um, and I presume, judging by the trailer, that this is going to be sort of a first step in the Sinnoh region of you getting the first Pokedex, the first Pokeballs, and becoming one of, if not, the first Pokemon trainer. Uh, and that is wonderfully exciting. Uh, getting, we have never gotten a backstory game for Pokemon. We're getting backstory on the first trainers, we're getting backstory on Sinnoh, we're getting backstory on some of the legendaries, which I'll talk about in a second, um, and that is so important, so good, so exciting. <laughs> um, Other than that, we really only know that um, Rowlet, Oshawott, and Cyndaquil are going to be our starters, sort of, uh, teased by the game as, like, oh, these Pokemon are brought over from other regions, you know, there's no Sinnoh starters yet, because there's no trainers, um, so these Pokemon are sort of, you know, the professor sort of gives you these, these Pokemon, it's like a, hey, I got these Pokemon from other regions, choose one, uh, and then go out and become the first Pokemon trainer, um, yeah. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. I'm looking at the screenshots right now and like, I think I covered everything. Obviously we're going to get so many more new, we're going to get so much more news. We're going to get so much more information, leaks, theories, everything like that. And the game has lore too, you know, sort of aside from the, from the lore that we've seen, uh, other, you know, being the first trainer, it hinted at, I mean, the whole namesake of the game is Pokemon Legends Arceus. So uh, presumably we're going to be getting some information on Arceus and, you know, the lore behind the God of all Pokemon, which I'm so happy for because Arceus was always sort of designated as like, oh, uh, you know uh, it's a mythical Pokemon. Here's it from an event. Yeah, I created all the Pokemon, but that's it. You know, that's sort of all we got other than maybe the movie. Um, but now we're finally getting story about it. We're getting backstory. Like I said, Pokemon backstory. I've never considered like a Pokemon prequel, but we are, we're getting story, a story-based Pokemon game focused on the lore of the game. Like obviously all Pokemon is story-based, but we're getting, uh, but we're getting a game that expands on the universe, which is something that I'm, that I've never really, I didn't know that I wanted it. <laughs> and now that we're getting it, I couldn't be happier. I guess what I'm trying to say here is, to to sort of sum up, sum up my feelings before we, I guess, end the episode. I mean, uh, this episode is not very long, um, as far as I can tell. Uh, because if I'm being honest, we didn't really get that much information. We sort of just got the name, we got a little bit of gameplay, some screenshots, and that's just about it. Um, But to sort of sum up my thoughts about these games, uh, Pokemon Legends being a new game is very, very important. A, A decision by Game Freak to let another company take hold of the remakes for Diamond and Pearl, and focus on Pokemon Legends, which is innovative in almost every way. Lore, uh, explaining past Pokemon, uh, giving us backstory, new mechanics, you know, open world, outside battle catching, seamless transitions into battle, you know, battles that, that sort of transition into the overworld, things like that. Um, oh, I forgot to say, there was a theory that, uh, I, I don't, I apologize for not knowing where it came from, but there was a theory that, uh, the way that it works in, in, um, in Legends is that it's like, uh, if, if your Pokemon go down, the opposing Pokemon can attack you, the trainer, and battles will end if you take enough damage, uh, which I don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't think we really really think we have any evidence to support it, but it is an interesting, uh, thought, but anyway, the, you know, the, the innovations that this game is making, um, lore, open world, rolling, you know, like all the, all that kind of stuff that sort of fits into that package of new and innovative just makes me so excited for the future of Pokemon. And I think, like I said before, proves Game Freak wrong, or sorry, proves the people who were overly critical wrong, that Game Freak can't make something beautiful or, or they can make something beautiful. They can make something beautiful. They can make something new. It's just going to take them a while, which is unfortunate. But now we have the evidence that it's coming and we have the praise. I think that Game Freak deserves for showing us and, and developing just a new, fresh game for hopefully everybody to enjoy. People who love Sinnoh specifically for the story, people who are a fan of Pokemon for, you know, for, for whatever it is, it's a, if it's a Pokemon game, they'll play it. People who are maybe not interested in the series because of its turn-based thing and maybe will be attracted by its kind of open world, you know, new, this new formula that is sort of akin to, to other games, um, you know, Breath of the Wild, for example, a lot of people are comparing it to, and also just that the game looks goddamn gorgeous, excuse my French the game looks beautiful from what we've seen so far. The, 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 the areas are gorgeous. The landscapes are beautiful. The lighting is absolutely wonderful. And I mean, this is just a trailer of of things to come. It's probably going to look even better than that. Um, yes, I've seen some fair, my fair share of people complaining about it, you know, sort of, uh, you know, bashing on the art style and, and, and the, 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 you know, the low quality, some, some things that are low quality, but you have to remember it's just a trailer. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield got better as time went on, um, but, you know, their criticisms are definitely valid. That being said, to wrap things up, this absolutely beautiful game being taken full force by Game Freak while another company handles the, the remakes of Diamond and Pearl is a genius, genius idea and something that just rejuvenates. So I, I wasn't even feeling bad about Pokemon and it still rejuvenated me, you know? uh, It, it, it just gave me a, a second rush of adrenaline for loving these series, loving these games, and just getting so excited for Pokemon Legends. I would talk about more if I could. We don't really have that much information, you know. I could, I could continue going about uh, the about why this means so much, why it's important. Um, you know, sort of nitpick my way through the very, very, uh, very fine details of the of the trailers that we've gotten so far. Uh, but I won't, you know, to sort of give myself kind of a break and uh, to spare maybe getting out too much excitement out of the way. Uh, I wanted to give just sort of an overview of these of these trailers of these releases and go over sort of my thoughts about just the release, the reveal of the games, you know, uh, we can go into the nitty gritty of the, uh, the, 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 details later, um, of, of some of the, you know, the environmental details of, of legends or the, you know, the references and in, in brilliant pearl or brilliant diamond shining pearl that we've seen so far. But, um, I think it was, I think it's a good start, uh, to just kind of get my thoughts out there about what I think about the games, From what we've seen, and and sort of just the cultural impact that the that the the reveal of these games have had, Um, so you know, I mean, this episode is a little bit shorter than usual, and I think that that's okay. Uh, But of course, before we end today's episode, we have to do the final segment of today, uh, the segment that everybody loves, everyone's favorite segment, where we talk about a random move every episode, move tutor. Uh, and today's move on the chopping block is number 109, Confuse Ray, which is a non damaging ghost type move introduced in Generation 1. Uh, it is a ghost type move, it is a status move, it has a PP of 10, max 16, doesn't have any power, and an accuracy of 100%. Uh, Confuse Ray causes the target to become confused. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Um, if powered up by Ghost z into Z Confuse Ray, the user's special attack is raised by one stage. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for such an iconic move, there really isn't that much to say. Um... Confuse is, in fact, the only ghost type move capable of inflicting confusion, if you didn't know that, uh, which is the only, the sole line of trivia, uh, on the, the page for Confuse but we do have a little bit of, uh, Pokedex, maybe, like, you know, some Pokedex entries, or some descriptions to, to go on, um, a sinister flash of light that makes the target confused, a special ghost type technique. That was in Stadium and Stadium 2, and then in Gold, Silver, Crystal, it just says a move that causes confusion. <laughs> and in Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, it was changed to a sinister ray that confuses the foe. Uh, and then in every single game afterwards, it says uh, the, target is, the target is exposed to a sinister ray that triggers confusion. That's it. Well, uh, with Confuse out of the way, Hopefully you're not too confused about uh, what Pokemon is coming to, and uh, I hope that this episode sort of uh, got everyone in the loop about uh, the new games that are coming out. Uh, if you couldn't watch the trailers, I totally recommend that you do so right now. Um, I imagine that I will be doing nothing but talking about these games in the future, but for now, that was sort of yours and my introduction uh, to getting, getting, getting a load of, you know, talking about, um, Brilliant Pearl and Shining, or Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Pokemon Legends Arceus. I hope you're excited because goddamn I am too. New games. This is, this is big. You know, we, we started this podcast with the release of Pokemon Sword and Shield, and we're kind of going into a new era here with the next generation, quite literally, uh, of Pokemon games. And with that, Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful day. I hope you're looking forward to next episode. uh, And I thank you all so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.